Beshow, hi. Hey, Tom, it's Bill in Newbridge-upon-Tyne. How are you? Bill? Yes. In Newbridge, Newbridge, oh, Newbridge-upon-Tyne. Yes. Yeah, okay. I just Down by the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just never, you know, it's it's not a very populated uh, neighborhood in Newbridge. It, it's not. It's very, it's pretty exclusive, I have to say. Very fancy. Well, not it very, is, not yeah. very fancy. It's well, I inherited it from my from my parents. So okay. It's not, uh, yeah, I, I don't like to talk about that because I want people to think that I'm rich. Sure, sure. You put by put, natural means. Yeah, you're putting on airs as if you were self-made. Well, yes, that's how you do it. Uh huh. That's okay. I'll take your word for it. Well, look, I w- I want to chime in on the topic if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Please do. Okay, so. I totally put my foot in my mouth here. I uh, So it, it was back in the 80s, and mm-hmm. I was on a tour of the Orville Redenbacher uh, Popcorn Factory with my church group. Okay. And we were at the very end of the tour where you get free samples and things like that. So you get you can get a handful of whatever, hot butter. You can get a handful of caramel, et cetera, you know, all the, all the, all the different kinds they have. And so I'm, I'm eating away, and I very loudly say... Oh my God! This this popcorn tastes like ass. Although I said the I said the actual word. Yeah, yeah. You can, you say, you can say that uh, word. Oh, I can't. Okay, so I, I said this popcorn tastes tastes like ass, uh-huh. and everyone everyone starts laughing. But I turn around, and who is standing right there but Orville Redenbacher, the old man who was like the face of the company, who I didn't even know was real. Uh-huh. Did you? Oh yeah, yeah. I knew he was real. You didn't know. I just he... thought it. I thought he was like a just an uh, an actor or something. I didn't know he was a real oh. person. Okay, I thought you meant you didn't know if that was a real human. Like you thought it was a puppet or something. No. Uh, oh no, no. I knew that, but I didn't know it was a real person that had anything, any actual ties to the the company. Okay. So well, it turns out he was a real person, and he was real mad. Mm-hmm. And he gets up in my face and he says, what did you say, young man? And so I'm nailed, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing I can do. So I, I did what any young God-fearing man would do. I told him I didn't say it tasted like ass and that our pastor did. Okay. Yeah. What happened to him? Well, he gets up in Pastor Mike's face and he starts totally going off and, and I'll tell you, I've never heard that much profanity that loudly coming out of one person's mouth. Mm-hmm. It, it was kind of like I was listening to Joe Pesci going off on Michael Imperioli and Goodfellas, but it was coming out of the mouth of a beloved grandfather. Yeah, yeah. And you were just, you were taking it back. And you were also the one who made the mess. I was, yes. It was completely my fault. So, you know, I'm, I'm struggling with this. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling very guilty about getting Pastor Mike in, into trouble while I'm watching Orville Redenbacher whipping Pastor Mike with his bow tie and then proceeding to shove his, his horn-rimmed glasses into places where they shouldn't be shoved. Yeah, that would, be, that would upset me also. Yeah, um, and then at the very end, um, Orville stuffed Pastor Mike into a giant popcorn tin, and, yeah. and then he rolled it down a ramp and right into uh, this fetid pond. And Pastor Mike was trapped inside the popcorn tin. 
Yeah, he died. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's a whole other. Yeah, that's a terrible. That's a terrible wrinkle to the story. More than a wrinkle, I'd say. Well, he was very wrinkled when they pulled him out. Yes, I, his body was wrinkled. It was, um, yes. Sure. No, I would assume, but that's not how I meant it. Um, and, yeah, I, I probably would have a fair amount of guilt about this if I was you. Oh, I don't anymore. I did then for, like, a couple of days. Oh, so you got past it. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh-huh. you got to work at this stuff. Guilt will just kind of bring you down, and, and it it stays inside you like a fetid lump of, of uh, I don't know, undigested cheese. Uh-huh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, sometimes guilt, if you did the thing, is a natural response. Well, now I'm wondering if I even did do it. <laughs> Are you wondering that because it's easier to have not done it? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, uh-huh. You know, I recognize your voice. I'm trying to put my finger on it, but uh, I, I, I know I've heard your voice, Bill. Is it, how, how, how might I know you? Well, it's it's Bill Putnam over at Friends in Need Massage. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I, let me just tell the audience, Bill. Uh, I used a Groupon. Uh, and that I was I was looking forward to getting a massage. I, I had a Groupon for one, and uh, and I went. So I went to this place, and it was Friends in Need is the name of the place, and it's Need is not N E E D. What is it, Bill? It's it's K N E A D. Like how you need someone's back or or their uh, you know whatever their glutes, their mm-hmm. calves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very clever. It is. It's very clever. Um, I think it's. I think it's a great name. Yeah. So I. That's where I recognize your voice from. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, that leads me to the the real reason for which my call is for. The real was that the real reason for which my call is for. Yeah. Did you, did you not hear me? Yeah. No, I did. I'm just commenting on how. Uh, clumsy that is and kind of ungrammatical no it's not it's how people talk say it again for which we what was it for which i i said i said which leads me to the reason for which my call is for uh-huh. it's clunky. i don't get i don't get what's weird about it it's uh it's unwieldy it's verb- okay yeah. all right Look, I I didn't go to Yale like you and 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 Mike and get uh, lacrosse scholarships. Okay, well, I didn't I, go to I, Yale. I down the streets. Uh huh. Oh, okay, tough guy. I was. I didn't go to Yale either. So, but you yeah. did play lacrosse. I did not play lacrosse. Did Mike play lacrosse? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say no. He didn't. What did Mike play? What sports did you play, Mike? Baseball, basketball. Oh, my God. At the same time? It's like Michael Jordan. Yeah, he is like Michael Jordan. Yeah, you guess you want to be like Mike, right? Yeah. Except for the gambling. Uh-huh. What? Yeah. I guess that would, yeah. Wait, which Mike? That was Michael cheap. Jordan. That was cheap. I'm well, sorry. Michael Jordan gambled also. I know. So that's who, oh, you're not saying AP Mike gambles. I'm saying he shouldn't. 
Okay. Fair does enough. Mike, does, does AP Mike gamble? I don't think he's a big gambler. Okay, well, that's a that's a bad road to go down. Ask ask my uncle. Uh huh. I mean, you you could you should ask my uncle, but he's not living anymore. Is it because of gambling? Yeah, hardcore debts. Uh huh. Okay. You know? Yeah. Well, I I guess I would ask him for his his insight into it, but that seems like it's not possible. They found uh, each of his hands in a different deep fryer in in, in various Wendy's around town. Uh-huh. Ugh. All right, so look, anyway, yeah. back to the reason for which I'm calling for. I did uh-huh. it again, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Ugh, it's tough. It's yeah. Tough. Okay, well, here it is. I'll, I'll lay it out for you. Was there a reason you didn't tip me? Was there a reason I didn't tip you after the massage? Yes. Um, well, let me explain something to you, Bill. Uh the whole point of a massage is to feel better and to relax. That's right. Yeah. But I got to say, it was impossible, absolutely impossible to do that uh, with you giving the massage once uh, once, once uh, you found out that I uh, did some writing and then you took that as a as a as an opportunity to just kind of lay out the plot of this horror screenplay you've been working on for the entirety of the massage the entire 60 minutes was you talking all about this horror movie that you're work that you're writing and i also just want to say uh, as a sidebar the story of this thing is so weird and unsettling and scary that I almost left f- five times. I almost got up. Wow. Well, that sounds like I was I was doing my job right then as, as a screenwriter. And look, look I, I thought you'd find it interesting. You know, you're a writer. I'm a fellow writer. We're uh-huh. screenwriters together. Yeah, I mean that's fine. I mean, I you know that I'm a, I write and you write too. And um, but I mean, I was not that was you were not a writer when I was getting the. You should not have had your writer's hat on then. Well, look, I felt like I needed something to distract you because, look, I'm, I'm going to lay it out on the line here. You had the tightest haunches I've ever encountered. I almost busted my thumb trying to undo those haunch knots. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, my haunch knots. Have you been, like, lifting refrigerators or something? No, no, I, I've not been lifting refrigerators. I just, uh, you know, for... Have you been rolling them? No, I've not been... I've not been doing anything with refrigerators uh, in terms of... Movement. Okay, well, all right. Well, those haunches were, were super tight. That's all I'm going to say about that. Well, Bill, I just got to say to you... I'm there to relax. You created an atmosphere that was so not relaxing. Okay, well, I apologize about you not being relaxed, but as a fellow screenwriter, I like I said, I think I did my job then because it sounds like you were very scared. And look, you have to admit that many of the ideas in my screenplay, The Guitar Center Murders, have never been seen before, right? Oh, Oh, no, I'll admit that. There's st- there's some uncharted territory in your screenplay. 
I, I agree. And, 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 and I, I mean, I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I, I feel so good about, about the film overall, but especially the beginning. I, I, I think the film really starts off strong and it really announces its presence in, in a big way. You know, Randy, one of the guys who works in the base department of the Hollywood Guitar Center, he's standing there on a loading dock and it's, the day's just kind of starting and there's mist drifting in and Randy opens this package from a new guitar maker in Jamaica. Randy loves the guitar, but as soon as he starts playing Crazy Train on it, mm-hmm. he gets a giant shock. Even though the guitar isn't plugged in, his body starts convulsing like he's being shaken in a concrete mixer, just shaking, 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 and his, eventually his head just blows up and everything inside Randy liquefies and it runs into the loading dock drain and out to sea. What a beginning. That's, that is certainly, uh, that makes you made your impression with that opening. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty disgusting and it's going to get a real, real rise out of people. I think it will. Yeah. Um, that movie is something else, though. I got to tell you, you know, one of the most more upsetting things in it was what me was the scene when when the person was trying out keyboards. Right. Yes. Yeah. When they were just trying to do the keyboards mm-hmm. and, they, and they were playing Home Sweet Home by Motley Crue. Right. On it. And then the one the the then the one guy is playing it. And then suddenly he starts like that. The way you were describing, how were you doing? Like the blood coming out of the mouth, do that sound? Yeah, yeah. It, like it's it, it. At first, you think he's just got like a little cough or like a little bit of yeah. phlegm going yeah, on, yeah. and he goes, uh, 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 yeah. and it's just like liquid. Because then a keyboard, somebody rammed a keyboard through his the back of his head out his mouth. And uh, you see all 88 keys. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Kind of come out of it. Pretty scary. And and then did you love the little touch that I put in after that where someone actually samples the (laughs) sound and then... At the weirdest moments in the movie, someone is near a keyboard and they hit a key and you just hear, it's disgusting, isn't it? Yeah. Now that, that is, uh, that's, that's pretty, it's, it's, look, your thing is unsettling. You were asking me like, oh, from a point of pride about it being unsettling. It's very unsettling. Well, here, I'll, I'll ask you this. Um, you know, I, I, I love your, your input on, on, on the scene where Randy's co-worker, Milt, goes down to Jamaica to try to find out just what the origin of this guitar is. 
and then he he, he finds that that uh, that open volcano, and, and he's told he has to do a human sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And instead of actually doing the human sacrifice, he thinks that 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 he could substitute some other form of living creature for that. Yeah. So he go he goes down to the lagoon, and he sees a shark swimming around there. And then he goes down to try to wrestle the shark out of the lagoon, and the shark jumps him. Do I need to say, actually have someone say, that shark just jumped the human? Or is that, will that be implied visually and people will laugh at that? I think if you want the joke to land, you might want to, you might want to lean into that one pretty hard. Have someone say it, like have like a guy go, look man, that's... That shark just jumped that human. Yeah, I, I would say you could even maybe have them hit it even a little harder than that. Like, Look, man, that shark just jumped well, that human, man. You could maybe get rid of the mon part of it. That's horrifyingly oh. offensive. Oh, I thought that gives it a, a local flavor, no? Yeah, no, it probably gives it a good tinge of, of uh, uh, racism, I would say. Um, All right. Yeah. Good um, note. Good yeah, note. These are good right. notes, yeah. Um, good note. All right, hey. Yes, go ahead. I I would probably say uh, a couple of the other things you had said could use a little uh, a little bit of a rethink. Okay, a little punch up. Yeah, like what? Like, tell me what was one of your favorite scenes in it again? Like, what was another one you? Because you were getting really juiced up about certain scenes. I like, was. I was. I I I loved. Um, I loved when um, Burles the grizzled Hollywood cop realizes that the guitar can only play reggae safely mm-hmm. and any other kind of music played on the guitar is going to result in exsanguination at the very least. Mm-hmm. I just love that moment when, when that comes to him. When he realizes that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you were really excited then and you were kind of, in terms of the massage, you, you it was the last thing you were thinking about was the massage at that point. What was I doing? I remember I remember I was like up in the shoulder area, maybe? You were acting the whole thing out. You were acting the whole thing out on my shoulder. Oh, right. And I, I was, oh, I do remember this because I, I, was, I was definitely acting out the martial arts scene. Yeah. On, 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 on just above your buttocks. Yeah. Not great. Not a great no. massage. Well, I was really going for it. Uh-huh. Hey, question for you. Yeah. I know the love scene is excessive at 10 pages. Yeah, yes. But but I really, really do think I hit the perfect blend of sublime eroticism and X-rated yuck. What do you think? Uh, I thought it was upsetting. Um, I don't know why you had to physically lay the pages on my back uh after putting that oil on me oh i just i don't know i thought that that would sell it more yeah no i could just feel paper stuck to my back mm. some people like that yeah. I, i've had clients who, who ask for ask for oil paper back uh, no I, I, w- I did not ask for it no okay yeah no okay. i thought the the love scene was and the term love is being used very loosely in that scene Oh, no, they're in love. They're all in love, all seven of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be possible to get Mick Mars to actually be, unless you have a connection with him. Well, I do. My my big concern with Mick is just that he's not going to be physically able to 
get himself in the positions I need because he's got that weird backbone fusion thing happening where he just can't really move it. So I'm wondering if he should just, if we just, if maybe he just watches from above and, you know, I don't know. Kind or like of, on a throne or something. He, yeah, maybe he's winking his dinkle at some point. I don't know. Oh, God. Hey, question for you. Yeah, what's that, Bill? It's it, it, it's more of a statement on my part than a question. Uh-huh. I think the final scene of this thing yeah. is the best thing ever. I really do. And, and I, I just want to run run through it with you really quick. Yeah, let's uh, do it. See if anything jumps out at you. Okay. Okay, you'll remember that, that in, in the final scene, the Emperor of Jamaica gives the guitar to President Trump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And President yeah. Trump is about to strum it and sing a, a, a verse from the Rolling Stones' big hit, Satisfaction, right? Yeah. And we all know what's going to happen if he does that. You know, that this that this guitar can only play reggae. Yeah. Or, or it's bad, bad news for the holder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, you know, this is a pivotal moment. Just then, Alex Lyson from Rush parachutes in at the last second. Mm-hmm takes the guitar from Trump's tiny hands and plays the reggae section from Spirit of Radio. I just love that. It's amazing, right? It's it's surprising. It is. It's but then, also, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to say, but, but then it goes up a notch because this has some weird effect on President Trump and causes all the evil to come out of the guitar and go directly into President Trump, where it mixes with the 18 quarts of evil that's already in there. Mm-hmm. And that causes a chain reaction, and President Trump explodes so violently, it makes Mr. Creosote's demise look like Leo Ca- DiCaprio's sleep death in Titanic. Yeah, um, that was shocking. Backing up to the Alex Lifeson thing, it, it was strange because there was never a single mention of Rush or Alex Lifeson or anything in the entire script, as far as I remember. Oh, well, that's a big surprise for the audience because if there's one thing I've learned over the years, it's that people love to be surprised by Rush. People just, okay, that's not something I'm as familiar with, people loving to be surprised by the band Rush. Okay, well, that's a good note. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with it. I would it, say but you I'll, could I'll maybe foreshadow that Alex Lifeson might be in the mix later. Okay. Can I just have someone say that? To say that Alex Lifeson well, you just might said. be in the mix later? Yeah, yeah. Well, now that's not foreshadowing so, so much. I would probably maybe have someone talk about how Alex Lifeson is their favorite guitarist or something. And, um, that I don't feels know. heavy-handed to me. Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> really yeah. You know what? I, I'm feeling like you don't think that highly of this whole thing. I mean, I I thought you were into it. Are you not? Um, I don't think it's good. No, I don't. Huh? It does. It's not. Uh, it's not my cup of tea. I guess you could maybe say. Well, maybe I just should crumple it up and throw it away. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I you don't have to give up on it. Maybe take a good hard look at it and see what you can uh, what you can do to it to improve it. Maybe. No, I'm going to give up. I'm going to I'm going to stop all this. All no, this nonsense. To, you don't have to. Give no, it's up. nonsense. I, sh- I got no right doing this. I have, yeah. I have no right doing this. Come on, Bill. That's not true. Oh Bill, my God! What? Whoa! 
What's that? Oh, my God. This is amazing. I just got an email from John Ross Bowie's agent, Rick Hemmings, uh-huh. telling me that, J- that JRB is listening to the show, and he flipped over my screenplay idea. Okay. Huh. Oh, my God. This is amazing. Yeah. Well, Rick, wait. Rick Hemmings? Yeah. Yeah. That's my, it's also my agent. What? Yeah. No, I'm repped by Rick Hemmings. No, you're not. Yeah. From Hemmings Wait, Artist I... Group? Yeah, let me look at the email again. Hang on, let me... Oh, he does have some client clients listed at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Clients Still listed. reading. Okay. You don't see my name? Still reading. You still haven't seen my name yet, Bill. Still reading. Keep looking, Bill. It's on there. <clears throat> I don't see it. I just don't see it. Oh, that's so embarrassing. I don't see your... Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Here it is. Wait. Uh, are, do, do you go by another name? T- Tim Schwarplorf? No. It, that's a spelling mistake. It's weird that it's separated from the all the other names, too. That's unsettling to me. Yeah, that uh, that, that that doesn't feel great. You might want to ask him about that. Yeah, I plan on it. Oh well, it sounds like we're going to be brothers in uh, in art. Oh goody! I love it. Maybe uh-huh. uh, JRB will throw you a bone and maybe get you to do uh, I don't know some little laughy punch ups or something. Some laughy punch ups, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, jeepers! Well, fingers crossed and all. You know. I- well, fingers all are always crossed. And you know what? What's that? I'm just going to sit back right now. I'm going to celebrate with uh, a little Cristal, some, uh, a couple of fine hamburgers, and, uh, I don't know, some, uh, some, some really good music. All right? Yeah, okay. Good for Sounds you. Sounds good. Uh, thank you. All right, man. Oh, well, that was nice. He's listening to Let's Active.